0: Get me. From Studio A in Arcata. Behind the Redwood Curtain. It's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's this episode's host from up the coast, the man who puts the X in Xbox and the tie on antisocial, comedy soundcast soundcaster, Tyson Sainer. In Sainer. In Sainer. In Sainer.
1: Thank you, Bill Haywatt. Saluto and estes me, Tyson Sainer. Welcome to Suckatash. I will be your host for the duration of this episode, which happens to be 3-2-1. Contact. It's the secret. It's the moment when everything happens. And in this particular case, it is an episode that will be bringing you clips from other people's soundcasts for you to sample and perhaps seek more of to listen to over the course of your natural listening lives. It happens. Last week, in episode three twenty, show creator and executive producer Mark Hershon brought you an episode of Suckatash that took on the alternate form of the show, known as a chats episode. In that episode, Mr. Hershon welcomed guest Christine Blackburn, who, in addition to hosting a live show called Storyworthy and the storytelling game show Soundcast Story Smash, has now launched her newest Soundcast called My Life in Three Songs, featuring comedians talking about a trio of songs that heavily influenced their life. And often, careers. I really enjoyed listening to the episode, and so might you. It's still available to listen to through services such as Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible.com, iHeartRadio, PodBay, PodChaser, and Stitcher. Of course, you can also find it and every episode of Succotash through its many iterations over the last 11-plus years at www.succotashshow.com. This week, I have a trio of clips of Soundcast for you to consider for future listening. They are from the soundcast known as Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe, Best Friends Back Alright, and The Fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. It's almost inconceivable to imagine putting together an episode of Succotash without including a classic advertisement from our 100% fake sponsor, Henderson's Pants. But it totally could happen one day, if, for instance, a real sponsor would be willing to take us on. One can dream. Okay, that's enough preamble for me, so without further faffing about, let's get to the clips. First up, Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe, from Smodcast Network. Its description says, News, pop culture, politics, weird stories, everything that happened during the last week. Comedian Ben Glebe catches you up on it all while making fun of basically everything. Some people tell him this podcast is the way they prefer to get their news. He thinks those people are geniuses. Sometimes he's joined by celebrity guests like comedians, actors, politicians, four-star generals, and his parents. But mostly, he talks to himself. And if you've been in a coma for the last seven days, this podcast should not be high on your list of things to tackle. (laughs) And then it says join the hashtag Brain Trust, spelled like you would imagine it is. So the clip I've chosen is from August 13th, 2022. It's called The New Season Starts Now. Exclamation point. The previous episode posted September 2nd, 2021. Its episode description says, The pot is back. Glebe catches us up on everything since last season, including his new hour special, The Mad King, dropping on YouTube August 14th. His engagement. FBI raids Trump. Dad jokes. Beyoncé changes her lyrics. Russia invades Ukraine. Demi Lovato is a she again. Gun reform passes. Some Kardashian BS. Inflation Reduction Act passes. January 6th, hearings close in on the orange monster. McDonald's against McWar crimes. Glebe starts therapy and quits Adderall. Vegas gives money away. A homophobic principal. A sexually inappropriate teacher. The big burka bounce back. Liam Neeson loves guns. And Los Lobos reinvents itself.
2: Brand new season starts now. In the past, I would start the podcast by apologizing for being a long time between seasons. And this is something I've been working on since we last gathered is not being so hard on myself. Been very hard on myself for a long time. Feeling like I'm letting you down, letting myself down whenever I fall a little bit short of the things that I want to be doing. That I say I'm going to do, which is not good, but the things I want to be doing, you're always going to fall a little short, especially when you have a million different things you're trying to do. And so instead of me continually Feeling like I'm letting people down by not perpetually doing a podcast that's very challenging to compile and do. I realize no one does year round anything, even shows with huge staffs, and so I'm gonna reframe the way I look at it. This is a new season, and we're gonna do seasons of this podcast. We back now with a new season. That's all there is to it. I hope that's okay with people. I hope that's not frustrating for people to deal with and if it is i don't care it's a new perspective i've gained through since we've last gathered being in therapy i'm a therapy man now i'm learning that i have to put balance in my life and i can't hold myself to such unrealistic expectations and always be let down by my own damn self what's the purpose of that not good for nobody we start as always with the big story and there's a lot to catch up on the news before I go to this week's news, including Trump, maybe around the corner and getting in big trouble for, you know, the espionage act and FBI raiding his, uh, compound. I'd like to call it the absurd place. He lives on a golf resort in Florida, but we'll get to the news of this week in a moment from this last week on earth, but we have some stories to catch up on from the recent several months since we've last been together. And we always start with the big story. And obviously, the big story over the court last six months or so: Courtney Kardashian and human tattoo Travis Barker have wedding at Santa Barbara courthouse after a Las Vegas ceremony, and then a wedding in Italy—a triple wedding. Which is surprising if anybody related to a Kardashian being interested in lots of attention. The stars were photographed outside a courthouse in Santa Barbara. Kardashian 43 wore a "Who gives a fuck?" while human tattoo or a larger "Who gives a fuck?" They posed by a black convertible bearing a "just married" sign on the back. How original! You got all those tattoos, and that's the best you can come up with is a "just married" sign on the back of a of the car, dude. Since you could have probably thought of something better, can you drink blood like? Megan Kelly and Machine Gun Fox do? Machine Gun Fox and Megan Kelly? Didn't I just say that? Megan Megyn Kelly's the one from Fox News that Trump said had blood coming out of her, wherever. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. That's what I meant to say, and I don't really care, and neither do you, and neither do you as well. I have a big announcement to make. And why I tried to make sure we got this podcast in right now is that I hope some of you see it pop into your podcast subscription and feel nostalgic for the old pod and listen to it before this happens. But if not, it still applies after most of it. But it's that time, six years since the premiere of my first stand-up comedy hour special, Neurotic Gangster, debuted on Showtime. It's that time again, my second ever hour comedy special produced by Helium Comedy Studios, recorded in January. Takes a while to edit and produce and distribute these things, but it drops on YouTube this time so the whole world can see. The best place to blow up with specials these days. This Sunday, August 14th, 2022, in the year of one of the Lords that are out there, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. I'm very proud of this thing. It's called The Mad King. And I believe this is a next level special for me in a major way. I cover lots of crazy topics in this thing. Everything from wokeness to religion to racism to protesting the anthem to abortion to the onslaught of technology and how dependent we're becoming on it to The Constitution to religion, which I even just took on in describing the intro of this podcast right now, to transgender bathrooms and LGBTQ issues and performative anti racism, and of course, some weed jokes in there and some personal stories about ex girlfriends and people I dated and stories about my girlfriend asterisk on that. I'll explain in a moment. And stories about being in therapy and about a huge fight. I got into in a, in a parking lot that I think will stick in your memory long after the special is done. I hope you check it out.
1: You can find the show on Twitter at last week on earth. That is capital L A S T capital W E E K capital O N capital E A R T H. You can find Ben Glebe on Twitter at all lowercase Ben Glebe, spelled B-E-N-G-L-E-I-B. And if you go to Last Week on Earth, L-A-S-T-W-E-E-K-O-N-E-A-R-T-H dot com, you can find the main website. Next up, Best Friends Back, All Right, from Mythical. In the show description, it says, Oh my God, they're back again. Stevie Wynne Levine from Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link, and her high school best friend, Negin Homayfar haven't been friends for over 15 years. Can they rekindle their best friendship through a weekly podcast? Some things never change, and some things do. So I've taken a clip from their very first episode, which posted on March 18, 2022. It's called, Beyonce Stole Our Inside Joke. Its description says, in the premiere episode of BFBA, hosts Stevie and Nagin reconnect after more than 15 years apart And set the scene of their best friendship back in 2002 at Grimsley High School in Greensboro, North Carolina. They recount various events that defined their adolescence, from George W. Bush choking on a pretzel to the release of the film Holes, to the launch of YouTube. Nagine tries to decipher the strange things she wrote in Stevie's yearbook.
3: Also, like, Grimsley had a
4: natatorium, a full-on freaking pool. You don't. Oh, yes. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, no. It was there. I never went into that place, though. I went in one time and I don't Ugh, remember. Was it humid? Not, not into the pool. Please,
3: not into the pool. Just into <laughs> the room. Yeah. It was humid. It had that smell. Yeah. It, it yeah. had that like public school meets chlorine smell. Mm-hmm. Like, not a pool you want to get in. But I say like that a only wet and because. wild Emerald Point. Oh, my God. I got my ass grabbed at Wet n' Wild, and that was the last. And I was, like, 12, like, 11, like, And you, like, had in the no wave ass pool. to begin with. <laughs> now, though, big handful. But I've not dunk. been back okay. to a um, uh, uh, water park since I'm Actually, it's funny because— Well, sorry. Uh-huh.
4: No, no. I was ahead. just going to get you back
3: on track to the natatorium. To the natatorium. I Well, I was giving the natatorium, in fact, just to, like, try and impart how large—
4: you know, yes. it is. Yes, um, yes, yes. And a
3: and a huge stadium and track and, a big like, stadium. A track and field football yeah. stadium. Um, it really, like, every John Hughes movie, it really felt that classic. Like, it felt like that's mm-hmm. where it happened, like, where right. Grease happened, like any any iconic um, high school movie. I was going to say about Wet and Wild, Emerald Point. Um, uh-huh. That's something that Rhett and Link and I connect on because— Which because is a local water park— yeah, but for them, uh, mm-hmm. it was like a really big attraction. So they would come to Wet n Wild Emerald Point and it would be like a treat that like they got to come to the oh. big town, go to the big <laughs> water park. Meanwhile, and eat I'm those like, dipping dots. Oh my god, dipping dots. Ugh. <laughs> so there's some other things that I wanted to say about sure. uh, about
4: Grimsley. Well our mascot our mascot. Go, Yeah, please tell them our, about mascot our mascot. is one of the more embarrassing. I mean, Grimsley, I think I would always, I always felt proud to say that I went to Grimsley, but one of the um, more embarrassing parts of it was the name of our mascot. We were the Whirlies, which is like a tornado hurricane-like yeah. thing, a whirlwind, Grimsley Whirlies. And there's a huge Whirly it's actually really cool A worldly, like painting on the side of the building that I took Zach to see when he came and saw mm-hmm. me in Greensboro the first time. And he had a really hard time like understanding the yeah. mascot. He was like, so this is, this is it? <laughs> this, yeah, exactly. This it? Well, it um, used
3: to be even weirder, apparently, according to um, Wikipedia, it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was originally the purple whirlwinds and then it what? got changed to the whirlwinds and then it got changed to the whirlies.
4: What is but pr- you know what's
3: also weird is that I played for a soccer team called the Twisters, which Ooh, that was a tornado.
4: Good, wait, that was a really good soccer team, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, thank
3: you. It was yeah, really but it was. To be wasn't fair,
4: it? I played for,
3: I don't know what the PC name for it was, but we'll just say the B team. <laughs> oh,
4: got it. Yeah, but yeah, yes, yeah.
3: It, it is a good. Uh,
4: I mean, uh, is it a pay-to-play uh, sport or a sporting, like, league, but there was—everybody was good. Yeah, it was called—it was uh, classic, is the— Classic. Yeah, classic
3: soccer. Um, but what I was—what you were getting at is the reason you were proud to say you went to Grimsley. It has an excellent academic record, and it was one of the only schools, I believe, in North Carolina that did international baccalaureate, and it had a great advanced placement AP program— um, and we were the cool kids uh,
4: doing that type of shit. So it was—that's uh, how I got to go to Grimsley. Was because I did the IB program. That's yeah, how I could do it out of district. And it, you know, for many years at Grimsley,
3: I they they offered Hebrew as a language uh, oh, course, right. which is kind of insane in the middle of North Carolina. And so I took Hebrew and Spanish. And the years when I had them back to back That's was cool. very confusing for everybody,
4: <laughs> and by everybody, everybody's mean me, <laughs> Hebrew. I forgot about that. I don't know why. I mean, I wonder if it had to do with like getting attracting funds because they also. Oh, what are you trying I to say? I think before us, <sighs> <laughs> no, no, they taught um, ancient Greek, not Latin. Ancient Greek, yes. And the Greeks have the funds. <laughs> no, I think there's some like Ooh, a, what, the Greek magnet festival and.
3: In Greensboro. Don't get me
4: started. That was the best thing.
3: One time also during that time period, went to a Mexican restaurant in Greensboro, ordered fully in Spanish because I was somehow a lot more confident about that um, at the time. <laughs> except for I forgot the word for cup. And in my brain, it was the Hebrew word. So I that was the only word that I said in Hebrew. And then the guy hmm. was like, I don't understand your like version exactly of what spanish. you're asking for and yeah. he like left the table and i was like oh, i don't understand why he doesn't understand me i just fluently spoken in, in spanish i understood everything he said and then like there was a beat and i was like oh hmm, that was hebrew <laughs> that was a hebrew word
4: now it's pretty cool anything. that you got to that point though that you were mixing languages mm-hmm.
3: if i ever go to a uh a, like a chabad in mexico Ooh, I'm going to break it out. I'm going to (laughs) break out the the hybridization of Hebrew and Spanish.
1: (laughs) Now, the show at this point in time does not have a dedicated Twitter, although you can reach either of the hostesses. Negin Homayfar can be reached at all lowercase N-E-A-G-H-E-E-N on Twitter. And Stevie Levine can be found at Stevie W. Levine. That is capital S-T-E-V-I-E, capital W, capital L-E-V-I-N-E. More information can also be occasionally found about the show at the Twitter account Mythical. That is, at Mythical, capital M-Y-T-H-I-C-A-L.
0: Hello, friend. Summer may be winding down, but with plenty of warm weather still ahead, now is the perfect time to take advantage of Henderson's annual sale on Picnic Pants. You know, you shouldn't wear white after Labor Day, but don't let that old saw stop you from slipping into a pair of white and red-checked Henderson's picnic pants. Roomy, cool, and comfortable, Henderson's picnic pants are a walk in the park. And once you've found that perfect spot to plop down your basket, that's when your picnic pants go into action. One firm tug achieves easy release, and the pants legs unfurl to form a ground cover wide enough to accommodate the entire family. Specially built pockets hold an entire arsenal of sporks, while the insulated pockets, both front and rear, keep plenty of coleslaw, potato salad, and condiments on ice until you're ready to eat. I know what you're thinking, what about my meat? Well, friends, with Henderson's patented concealed crotch cooler, there is plenty of space to tuck away those weenies, brats, and patties until the coals are hot enough to stick them on the grill. And with our buttocks basket, you'll be sure to have an ample supply of buns on hand. In addition to being both stain and water resistant, picnic pants are insect repellent too, which means there'll be no ants in your pants when it comes time to bid adios to your favorite park or beach luncheon spot. Originally designed for Seal Team 6, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and the Donner Party, Henderson's Picnic Pants are now available on sale wherever fine tarpaulins and mulch are sold. That's Henderson's, makers of fine trousers and pantaloons since 756 A.D. And now, back to suck Thank
1: you, Bill Hay-Watt. Finally tonight, The Fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus from Earwolf. Its show description says, Keeping it 100 is Leslie Jones' mission, and any fuckery will not be tolerated. Each week, Leslie and her co-host Lenny Marcus expose the fuckery of any given topic, and they have a fun time doing it. They interview special guests and answer listener questions. Plus, in the Fuckery of the Week segment, Leslie and Lenny call out people, places, things, or situations. Nothing is off-limits, and you don't want to miss it. The clip I've chosen is from an episode from August 17th, 2022. It's called Use Your Motherfucking Titties with Danita Abernathy Holmes. The episode description says, Leslie and Lenny welcome Leslie's close friend Denita Abernathy Holmes. She dishes on how Leslie got started in comedy, their longtime friendship, and what it was like going to Colorado State University together. Plus, Leslie, Lenny, and Denita answer your listen letters and find out why LIV Golf is just one of the fuckeries of the week. This clip features a bit of chat before they welcome their guest.
5: Speaking of chaos, you were at the Hollywood Bowl when Chappelle got attacked. I, and I, there you go. They beat the shit out of that guy, right? They. I wasn't there. I performed that day. Okay. But I know the story. I I left. But it was crazy because they said that the dude had um, got in through one of his friends or something like that and had a gun with a knife wrapped around it and yeah. and jumped on the stage and wanted to stab him. What's that and called? Then a knife? It. Uh, it's called a gunf. <laughs> a gunf. A, a gunf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so... And then they beat the living crap beat, out. They beat... Them dudes was waiting, though, to beat somebody ass, though. They was just... They yeah. was waiting. They was waiting. Because they... Like, the party that we had Sunday, they was not playing about them phones. Like, you weren't supposed to have no phone in that party. And I think uh, Russell Peters... Took out a phone. So, we, I'm on the other side of the, the... And he had a second phone. So, I guess he pulled out a phone and started taking pictures. And, and Chappelle had turned his back already. I think he said something to him, said hello to him or something like that and and walked off and them bodyguards rushed Russell Peters. (laughs) So they're, I mean, they're legitimately about to pounce this dude. So I called Dave. I said, Dave, Dave, I said, you got to go save Russell. And he looked over and Dave ran over. He was like, no, 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 that's Russell Peters. That's Russell Peters. So (laughs) the guys was like, looking like, man. He' about to get fucked up, son. <laughs> he' about to get fucked up. I was like, man, Russell always doing some stupid shit. But yeah, you've been going to some fun parties too. Where did you perform? Uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. You're back at the Hollywood Bowl. At the All back. Right. At, but and and trust and believe, nobody was gonna jump out the audience. It was filled yeah. with black people. Yeah. They would have beat the shit out of somebody with a gunf. They <laughs> would have, they would have beat the shit out of somebody. Them black people was ready to have some good, a good time, man. And everybody was there. Um, we had such a good time. It was one of those times, like uh, the night before, maybe about the night before, maybe two nights before. Uh, Danita's son asked me. He was like well, what do you do to come down? Because they had saw me perform, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was hyped after because right. it was such a good set. Right. And they was like, well, what do you do to come down from stuff like that? Like, And I said, well. Text Lenny a lot? No. <laughs> well, I was honest, you know, yeah. back in the day. I was I like, just had a great set. Oh, sex. Sex, yeah. Sex, like, I always had, like, somebody to hook up with because oh. some got to equal that top right. that's got to bring me down right. or either go hang out. At an after hour somewhere okay and smoke weed and and you know hang out and drink or whatever, and now what, and now, oh God, now it's video games now it's just <laughs> now it's just like I come back and I can fucking play video games at like four in the fucking yeah. morning, and the video games I play are are jobs it's waitressing uh uh what I do you I, mean? I, a I have game? a sushi restaurant, I have a uh Italian restaurant. And then the, the the other one is a plane, like I'm a stewardess. And um, <laughs> wait, oh, was, my favorite one, my favorite one is Sally Studio. I'm also a trainer. I train so and do you know facials. And wait, 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 wait! These nails. are games that you can play. These are these are games. Now I play these games so hard that I clock out. I go, okay, I'm tired. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and clock out. So then I fall asleep afterwards. <laughs> So it's like a job after my set. So it's like it's like Eminem in in Eight Mile. Like you remember how he killed, and then he was like, "Yo, man, I gotta I gotta go do my shift at Ford." You know, that's how that's how it is. I I, I make it a job, and I love it. It's my favorite thing. So I mean, since I can't have sex, you know, which is what I would do. Which I what I would do. You know, I want to ruin people. I want to, and and it is just like the movie. I want someone that wants me to ruin them. Just for that <laughs> night. No, seriously, like literally deface him, yeah, and then throw him out. <laughs> and then he's crying in the corner. No, not crying. He's just, not gonna. He's that was happy. The best. He's so happy. He's just hypnotic with happiness. But he, it's he's like defaced. When the Yankees, they used to say that Derek Jeter, if you stayed over his house and had sex with him, he would give you a signed ball on the way out. Like you had like a little goodbye. I wouldn't package. have no. I what I mean, would you, you, have know, would I, you give I, him? Uh, maybe some breakfast maybe like you know i got a refrigerator in the room like you know maybe some like a maybe maybe a Pellegrino. joe what, what's those Pellegrino. things Pellegrino. joe like i like the blood orange ones and that would give you a little oxygen back you know a little <laughs> antioxidants and electrolytes i got gatorade in there too i got gatorade in my refrigerator too i Do got you, yeah, i man. got the new york seltzers because yeah. i just found those and those are great good but like yeah, like you're happy when you leave me, you know, and you maybe can even swim in the pool real quick if you okay. wanted to. That's nice. You know, it's very nice. But, Benevolent of you. But I want, I, 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 you know, it's so funny because I, I keep saying I want a boyfriend. I'm not going to tell you guys that right. I don't want a boyfriend. I'm not telling you I don't want a mate to grow old with. I'm not going to tell you that. But I know who I am as far as what I want and I don't think it's realistic because I want a hot-ass man. I want a hot man. I want him. And he doesn't have to be hot to everybody else. He just has to be hot to me. right? And I want him to be hot. I want him to be hot and I want him to have a big penis. No, seriously, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying this. I'm tired of not saying it anymore. Oh my! God. Because I'm six feet tall, and I'm so tired of this mediocre penis that I get, and it's so awful. <laughs> and it's they don't know how to do. I want to have good sex. Like so, I like having good sex. If you're out there listening, we will went. take your. You know, if you think you can handle Leslie Jones, please send it's in your. It's not even about no, handling. No, not handling. I'm saying, if you want to date Leslie Jones, send us your. Uh, and please. Freaks. Resumes. Freaks and stupid fucks. <laughs> you know what you can still apply because I have crazy fantasies too. Like my fantasies yeah. is I, I think we went somewhere that I shouldn't go. But it's
1: <laughs> so you can find the show on Twitter at Fuckery Podcast. That is all lowercase. F-C-K-R-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Leslie Jones can be found at Les Dog capital L-E-S-D-O-G-G-G. Lani Marcus can be found on Twitter at Marcus N Y C capital L-E-N-N-Y, capital M-A-R-C-U-S, capital N, capital Y, capital C. And because she does appear in this episode, you should know that guest Danita Michelle Abernathy Holmes is on Twitter at DMHolmes3. That is all lowercase, D-M-H-O-L-M-E-S, and the numeral three. And the show's main website is on Earwolf.com. And another episode is in the can, and on its way to the archives over at www.suckatashshow.com. And pretty much everywhere else, one can listen to soundcasts. I do hope you found something interesting, and or funny, in the offerings presented to you in this episode. I am to please. I sometimes feel that the amount of listening to soundcasts that I do, not only for Suckatash, but also in my everyday life, has had some sort of effect on my brain. The way I process information, perhaps could say that I have a lot of practice listening to people talk. I never could have foreseen the amount of active listening that is now a regular part of my existence. I mean, I used to listen to a lot of music before discovering soundcasts, because I also make music occasionally, but that's not the same kind of listening, really. There have to be other people that spend as much or possibly even more of their time listening to people have conversations that they cannot participate in in real time, as I do, I wonder what percentage of listeners of Soundcasts experience them the way I have for easily 13 years. Anybody know of any ongoing studies? Seriously, I I really want to know. I, I need to know if I should do less of it, in case there is any sort of detrimental effect on my brain as a result. Maybe it's fine. Maybe, in the most general sense, our brains can take it. My ears aren't bleeding yet, so that's got to count for something. Right? Anyway, speaking of listening... Thank you for doing exactly that. If you liked what you heard, tune in next week for episode 322, in which Mark Hershon will bring you whatever he desires to share with you. In the meantime, be decent to each other. Go to www.tysonsaner.com to find all my links to the stuff I choose to share with you. And if anyone asks you if you have heard anything interesting lately, and we spring to mind, won't you please pass the succotash?
0: You've been listening to Sockatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast with your host... Tyson Sainer! Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Rate us and review us at Apple and Google Podcasts. Find us on the web at show.com, On Stitcher. On iHeartRadio. On YouTube. On SoundCloud. And wherever. fine Soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Show. Like us on Facebook. Email us at tyson at SuckatashShow.com or call into the Suckatash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212 the number again is 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at hightail.com slash u slash Suckatash. Suckatash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Saner. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durgis. Suckatash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Suckatash. Goodbye.